Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page. Welcome, everybody. And uh, I don't know of any um, um, real, uh, I, I don't know of any birthdays this week. Uh, so uh, all of you, uh, if you, if I, I know, know you have have one, then then I can uh, recognize you and send you a, a birthday card. But I don't have any this week, and I don't have any next week, if you can imagine that. So um, anyway, as we are gathered together this morning, I trust you'll come with open hearts. Of course, we're going to have communion together as a people of God. And uh, <clears throat> so... Um, I don't think there are any announcements, and our call to worship comes to us from Psalm 136. And it reads like this, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. I'm going to ask Joel if he would be the one to be the Tell all the nations what God has done. The sun to light up the, the day and the moon and stars to give some light in the night. His love endures forever. No, I think I'm reading something different. I am on the wrong Sunday. One second, I will change this presentation. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) Okay. Let's start this over again. Okay. Do I get to bring out a bunch? Okay, back to you, Philip. Thank you. Well, we'll start. Uh, we'll start again, uh, and that's easy enough to do when you have uh, a Zoom a Zoom television. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good; His love endures forever. Thanks to the Lord of Lords, who by His understanding made the heavens. His love endures forever. The sun to light up the day and the moon and the stars to give some light in the night. His love endures forever. The one who remembers us in our lowest states, his love endures forever. To the one who frees us from our enemies, his love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of heaven. His love endures forever. forever. Okay, number uh, 324, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Actually, I, I, I changed it up a little bit. Um, we're going to do a song called Forever first, as it, it flows really well with, uh, with your call to worship. Okay. And then we will do Great is Thy Faithfulness uh, next. Kill okay. So some of you may know the song, but uh, if you don't, uh, feel free to sing along and learn it as we go. Your help. 
thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. For He is good, He is above all things. His love endures forever. Sing praise. Sing praise. With mighty hand and outstretched arm, His love endures forever. For the life that has been reborn, His love endures forever. Sing praise, sing praise. Thank you for that course. It uh, fits in so well with the with the reading in uh, Psalm 136. Uh, I like uh, uh, Elaine's cartoon. The only absolute truth that Mary knows is that her father loves her madly. Faith is something like that. How true. How true. Indeed. Indeed. Well, this morning um, we're uh, going to go to the Lord in prayer and the assurance of pardon, and we can do that as part of this uh, place in the service. And then of course, when we have communion together, um, we can uh, 
we can um, know that God is with us and has already forgiven us. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. We ask you, Lord, as we come to you, may we praise you daily, no matter what we may face. Any day of the week, we know that you're with us forever. Your love endures forever, and we can be assured of that. Lord, we ask you to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all that we've done wrong, knowing full well that you are faithful, that you are there for us, that you never leave our side. Oh, and may we never forget that. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Be assured of this, that when we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive us, to cleanse us from all that we've done wrong. Blessed be his holy name. I believe that, uh, that uh, Joel is going to lead us in the children's song, Jesus' Hands for Kind Hands. Actually, we're going to do uh, Great is Thy Faithfulness, as I, okay. I do not know that, uh, that other song. Oh, okay. But we will All do right. I did, uh, okay, go ahead. Great is 
Thank you, Joel. Um, the uh, this, the uh, thought I had this morning was regarding kids and their desire to grow up faster. You just have to watch kids as they uh, lumber up to the, the place where uh, mom and dad have been measuring the child. And, and uh, I know our granddaughter is always trying to show off her, her height. And uh, she's getting so tall so fast. She may be only three, but she always gets herself measured every once in a while. In the last month or so, or two months, she's grown a whole inch. And uh, you know, those are, those are special times. You, you kind of uh, leave the mark on the wall where uh, each child is, uh, is growing. And this morning, uh, I want to talk about how we all want to grow big, bigger, except when we get to be adults and then we're not so happy to grow bigger. But the fact remains that um, as children we do, and as we go along through life, even in our spiritual realm, we want to get grow bigger than we were before. And so all of the things that happened to us in life seem to contribute to our growth, to our development. And so children, you ought to realize that every step of the way, every inch you grow, that's special. It's special to you and it's special to your parents and your grandparents, but it's also special to God because you see, he watches us. As a matter of fact, he keeps saying all the way through scripture in the New Testament, he keeps saying, have the little children come to me. They're special, except we become as little children we cannot enter the kingdom of god you're special and jesus elevated uh, your value and your worth uh, through this throughout the new testament because he knew that unless we were simple unless we approached the kingdom of god with simple hearts and simple minds and simple faith we will never see ourselves grow in him father thank you for our children we ask you lord to bless them as they gathered around the television or the the uh, speaker and uh, are listening to the service today be with them guide them strengthen them encourage them in every way possible 
and we will be careful to give you all the praise. In Christ we pray. Amen. Well, the prayer today is, um, is uh, listening to God's word. Uh, and let's uh, pray the prayer together. It's, it's a very simple one. Today, O oh God, we pray for those facing despair. We pray that your spirit would assist us in being open to our Savior's help, in growing our faith and eliminating our doubt. Through Christ we pray. Amen. This morning, uh, David is going, David, David Barr is going to read our scripture for us, and it's found in St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 15, verses 21. To 28. A woman's faith. Jesus left that place and went off to the territory near the cities of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman who lived in that region came to him. Son of David, she cried out, have mercy on me. My daughter has a demon and is in a terrible condition. But Jesus did not say a word to her. His disciples came to him and begged him, send her away. She is following us and making all this noise. Then Jesus replied, I have been sent only to those lost sheep, the people of Israel. At this, the woman came and fell at his feet. Help me, sir, she said. Jesus answered, it isn't right to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. That's true, sir, she answered, but even the dogs eat the leftovers that fall from their master's table. So Jesus answered her, you are a woman of great faith. What you want will be done for you. And at that very moment, her daughter was healed. What a, thank you, David. What a powerful what a powerful uh, story. I love this story because it, uh, it defies uh, all the ideas or premonitions that we have about Jesus. All right? I mean, think of Jesus now for a few moments. He was always the guy who, who came to people's aids. I don't know much about planning. Uh, 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 that is a, uh, a family vacation. I don't know how much you plan, but we had planned to travel to PEI this, this, uh, this September. Uh, family reunion, we don't get together with our families all that much because of distance. And the plans were canceled because of course, all of you have heard, or most of you have heard of the Atlantic bubble, all vacations, all people coming in from outside of the maritime provinces aren't allowed, period. Uh, my daughter and son-in-law and, and uh, granddaughter could go, but, but we couldn't. So that kind of put things on for next year, I guess. But, you know, some people, when they choose a vacation, they, they go to the same place each year to kind of take a rest because it always reminds them of a place of rest. Some go to cottages. I know there's a number of cottages in the Dalhousie uh, Lake area that are rented during the summer. Well, the fact is that others spend time planning for that perfect vacation. Well, at this point in time, here's Jesus. Now, folks, he's taking a, a huge detour. 
gigantic detour from from where he was. Uh, he was by the Sea of Galilee. Like that's you know that's like living seaside, you know, or or at least by a river or a lake. Why well, would you want to leave that? But the worst thing about this is he traveled with his disciples 50 miles, 50 miles each way to this place called Sidon and Tyre. We don't know much about it except that they were very anti-Jewish. So for Jesus to be, even go into that place was awful. Uh, it, just, it just didn't make any sense. Well, and he did it by foot. Don't forget that. Today we're going to catch a glimpse of Jesus in probably the strangest spot that he could be. Not on a vacation, but a Gentile town that they, they were hated by the Jews and the Jews hated them and his disciples. They just seemed to be tagging along for the ride. A Canaanite woman from that region starts falling around and and as they do jesus jesus watches her as a matter of fact it was last time before he's going to be preaching before he was going to be crucified here he was why would jesus bother leaving the spot by the sea of galilee and go to a place which was 50 miles away by foot through barren land that's four marathons think of that now four method, marathons in distance to run, let alone walk. We're going to catch a glimpse of Jesus in the strangest spot that he could be, a Gentile town. And so this Canaanite lady comes along, she stops him, and, and she literally throws herself at his, at his feet. And she cries out to him, Lord, have mercy on me. My daughter has an evil spirit. She suffers so much. Well, did Jesus come for this reason? I think maybe he did. To minister to this desperate woman, though? No one would do that but Jesus. In Jesus' day, no, no Jew would ever speak to, especially a woman, from, from the Gentile side. At first, Jesus ignores her. It's like she isn't even there. He sees right through her. Jesus seems ignorant. It seems a bit ignorant here. He never answers her request. He never encourages her. And finally, the disciples come to Jesus saying, this woman is driving us crazy. Send her away. And Jesus makes the most, I don't know what you'd call it, but a terrible response. He says, I only came to seek the lost sheep of Israel. <laughs> In other words, I don't care about these people. This woman should have been crushed, but she doesn't seem to be. Because she kneels at his feet, like worshiping him, and says, Lord, help me. You know, sometimes that's where we have to get. To really come to God with all of our hearts and with all of our souls and with all of our minds and with all of our strengths. And then say, Lord, I need your help. I need your healing. I need your transformation. I need you to be here for me. 
And then Jesus comes back with another crushing blow. He says, it's not right to take food from the, the bread from, from the children and give it to the dogs. Folks, that's insulting. Don't you think? Well, she says, she comes back. Her response is, is classic. Yes, it is, Lord. She agrees with him. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. <laughs> Boy, did she ever have a great comeback. And Jesus, who'd walked 100 miles, confirms her faith. Confirms her faith. Your daughter's healed. Period. Uh, and then Jesus says, I've never seen so great a faith. He only says that three times, you know, in all the Gospels. He says it once regarding the centurion. Great faith because the centurion was a Gentile. He was, he was anti anything that was Jewish. He was there only to keep law and order. But his servant was sick. He wanted him healed. So he said, you just have to say the word and, and my servant will be well again. Well, the other one, of course, was, uh, was the, uh, uh, the woman who touched Jesus' garment. You remember that story? If I can just touch the hem of his garment, she says, <laughs> I'll be healed. And she did. And Jesus said, something came out of me, some kind of, of power came out of me that I'm, I'm, I'm less of right now. Who did touch me, he says. And the disciples say, everybody's touching you. What do you mean? You know, Jesus' idea of faith is very different from mine. I usually equate great faith with courage or sacrifice, superheroes stuff you know not desperation i remember my mother many years ago and i've told this story before you probably have heard it before when in desperate times we feel crushed my mother was in despair her her world was collapsing around her my dad was in a hospital had a nervous breakdown and mother felt all alone and she prayed to god God, I don't know what to say or, or do, but I know you can help me now. I know you will. I know you will. And she, uh, I remember her crying. And I'm thinking to myself, I just want to go to sleep. I've shared this story before, but it bears repeating because when people cry out to God in desperation, and she was in despair, people feel crushed when that happens. We can't, it's almost like we can't breathe. It eats away at us. Now, if I was to retitle this message, I think I would entitle it Desperate Times, Call for Jesus Action. In Australia, 2007, a television series was interrupted, uh, the television series called Mayday was interrupted by a frightening TV glitch for six whole minutes, six whole minutes. That's a long time. A haunting audio loop repeated itself over and over again. Lord Jesus, help us all. Jesus Christ, help us all. Jesus, help us. An investigation later on revealed that the previous year, a news program had been broadcast live of soldiers firing into the crowds of civilians. 
Well, in such a, a, a setting, we can understand that kind of response. Civilians shouting this response would have been appropriate, but no one understood why an audio loop created a year before would have interrupted a broadcast for six minutes a year later. Let's close with these facts about this Canaanite woman. First of all, she wasn't of the Jewish faith. That should have negated her automatically. As a matter of fact, she was a hated enemy of the Jews. This meeting didn't seem to be pre-planned, or, or was it? She recognized him for he was master. She addressed him as Lord. She appealed to his humanity, have mercy on me. It's obvious she saw Jesus as her only hope. Help me, Lord, and heal my daughter. Some folks reading this passage may think that Jesus was politically incorrect, <laughs> insensitive at the very least, to this mother's pain. It's possible that Jesus came on foot to this faraway Gentile town just for this desperate woman who needed her daughter healed because she saw the pain that she went through many days of the week. You know, he will do the same for you and for me. Wherever we may be or however desperate our need may seem, I have good news for you. God's word never promises that Jesus will wave his magic wand and everything will be all right in our world. But he does respond to us when in desperation we call out to him, have mercy on me, O Lord. Heal me, touch me, transform my children. What my family's going through is, is, is horrible, regardless. Like the Median women, woman did, we must worship him and we can count on his mercy. I want to leave with this. Jesus complimented this Canaanite woman for her great faith. You see, I believe that great faith is simple by God's, God's standards. Bring your desperation to him, share your heart, trust in God's great love and mercy, for in desperate times, we can always call on Jesus for his mercy, his love, endures forever we're going to go into the uh communion service i've listed the thoughts on the um on my bulletin on the bulletin i want to thank elaine for all she does to contribute to this uh we're going to um i guess we're not going to sing uh number 548, let's break bread together on our knees, right, Joel? So what are we going to sing? That's a good question. Uh, I, I didn't... Well, we can sing the last song that you suggested. Yeah, we could do the closing song if you'd like and then do... Yeah, let's do it as we prepare.
Thank you, Joel. I trust you have a bit of bread and um, some juice to um, have with our communion service. Um, the, uh, we'll first of all have the Apostles' Creed, and then we will pray, and then we will have the, uh, the great prayer of, of, of thanksgiving. Let us together recite the Apostles' Creed. It's a pretty simple one. It's 539 in your hymn books. Let us uh, say it together as our statement of faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, 
dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead and ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the God the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in a holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen and amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you that you are with us. We come to you this morning. We come to you with this bread and this wine, and we we devote it, we dedicate it to you. These gifts, the bread and the wine, the sacraments, Lord, we ask you to be with us as we affirmed our faith and believe that you can do all things. Lord, we want to come to you because you have given us your, your Holy Spirit, the one who cares for us. Lord, we ask now that you'd be with us in all we do. We join with the whole creation and lift our hearts in joyful praise. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb, the God of power and might. Heaven and earth are full of your glory and Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Lord, we want to also pray for those who have needs, for our people. And there are so many of them. We pray for Hazel and Peter, Harvey, Jill, Sylvia, Rob Patterson, Matthew. Oh, Lord, lift that young life to yourself and hold him in your care. There's a lot of people who are praying desperate prayers for him today. He's just a child and he needs your healing. We pray for Bob Scott, who is deteriorating very quickly, and ask you, Lord, to be with him and his family. Earl Sargent, pray for his eyesight. Stan, Judith, Isabel, Fran, Norma, Audrey, Eleanor, Donna Tizek, and Laura, Lori. We pray for our elders, Lord, be with each one of them as well. Strengthen them, uphold them with your righteous right hand. Lord, we also want to bring to you those around the world. We think of Bob's brother, Paul, he's in need. He's in hospital, Lord, be with him. We pray for Ralph, uh, Olive's uh, cousin. We pray for Rick, who fell, Lord. Oh, God, all of these need your healing. And there's probably many more. Meet their needs right now in Jesus' name. Lord, hear our prayers as we bring our own needs. Lord, we thank you that you have died, that you have risen, and you will come again. And we ask, Lord, that you would be with us as we receive these gifts of God from the hand of God. Through Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. On the night Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. And after he'd given thanks, he broke it. And he said, take, eat. This is my body given for you. Do this, remembering me. Let's receive it together as a people of God. In the same manner also, Jesus took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant found in my blood for the forgiveness of the sins of many. As often as you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death until he returns. Let us receive it all together. I trust that each of you will have a great rest of the week. It isn't long now before the children will somehow uh, be involved in school again. It's hard to believe under these circumstances, but we know that we can be praying for them. I would encourage every, every one of, of you who are listening to this uh, Zoom podcast that you will make sure to be praying for our children as they go back to school. That's my exhortation to you this week as we close the service. And now may the Lord, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit rest on each one of you now and forevermore. Amen. Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Amen. Well, I trust that, uh, that Joel can uh, open up the... Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week, over, week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.